for the last 12 years or so, we've been saying that this city is going to run out of the burial space. Uh, and our projections currently are, uh, is that by the end of this year, there won't be any new grave sites in our 65 cemeteries that we have, which in total gave us a total of 550,000 grave sites. Uh, but currently, all of them on average are having at least about three, um, uh, four, three to four people uh, on the same grave because of the shortage of the space. So this is therefore an attempt on the part of the city uh, to continue to provide the service. So what we decided about five years ago was that uh, we are going to be looking into introducing uh, other new methods of burial. Of late, the municipality fell under the spotlight for the lack of burial space and a non-functional crematorium. How much of a challenge would you say this was uh, to burial operations in the province? It is quite a, a, a challenge because right now, as I speak to you, this city has only less than 10,000 new graves available, and that should last us until end of this year. Now, recently, the Avalon Crematorium in Lanasia have cancelled cremations over weekends and public holidays, according to a new rule, of course. Now, in terms of the proposed new facility in Phoenix, would there be any possible cremation rules at the facility when it is completed? Now, for us, we bury, uh, we lay to rest people who have passed on uh, 365 days a year. So this includes public holidays and even on Christmas. So there is no new rule at all. So the current system is going to prevail. Reports coming through of uh, furnaces in the Verlum crematorium often out of order and families are left to uh, wait long hours, which further adds to the difficulty of such a loss they incur. So how would this move now reduce the backlog in crematoriums? Part of the reason why it is persisting is because uh, most of the spare parts have to be ordered from overseas countries, which take quite a very, very long time. Now, in terms of the new system that we're trying to introduce, we're trying to go uh, uh, private-public partnerships. Uh, so the new crematorium facility that we're thinking of uh, will be going out to public or to the market uh, to sort of uh, find out as to who has the capacity and the know-how of operating a crematorium. When would the crematorium be fully operational? In less than 18 months, we are hoping that it will be up and running. Meanwhile, the announcement has been met with widespread excitement. Sheila Maharaj is the chairperson of the Shiv Shakti Sanatan Dharma Sabha at Phoenix, who has been championing the cause, says the crematorium is a necessity for various reasons. So it is really a relief. It's really something. I'm really overjoyed. And I'm so grateful that they had adhered to our humble request. Why was there a need for a crematorium in Phoenix? So we suggested that why not request for a a crematorium right here in Phoenix because we had a large community. There were obstacles like the furnaces were not in order. They're getting a waiting period of two days and three days. And uh, we know personally, we know a lot of families that were kept waiting for this kind of uh, ritual that, you know, the Hindus, well, of course, we're not even allowed to keep the body for more than at least a day. And the inconvenience of the people that are very poor to go to the, to from here to Clear Estate or to Chatsworth, it was rather difficult. And also for the priests, our priests are quite old, you know, and distance, we found that, you know, it was good for us to have one in Phoenix. How did you go about campaigning for the crematorium to be brought to Phoenix?
When we decided to have this request for the crematorium, we wrote to Parks and Recreation, we went and visited families, and we, we had to wait there for, wait there and watch them cry, waiting for the body to be disposed of. It's rather, rather sad to see people being, you know, uh, taken to that kind of crisis, you know. And then we also spoke to Shamim Takuraj Bansi and told her, you know, if you want to do this, and what can you do? Tell us. She says, no, okay, you must go buy a first a petition and then go to these people. So that's how we embarked on, on whatever we did. We had meetings with religious leaders. We spoke to other pundits and uh, the community at large also supported our endeavor. And not forgetting all the religious leaders, the temple organizations, and, and I think it's going to be something very, very great.